You don't have to risk getting hurt by being vulnerable. You get to complain about always being single and get sympathy. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi everybody, I hope you guys are doing well, but you guys, we are growing. I just looked at my analytics and it's been growing, which makes me so happy knowing that you guys are tuning in on the episodes and that the time I spend doing this isn't for nothing. A lot of people say this, especially content creators and YouTubers mainly, about how numbers don't really matter, which is true to an extent, but I think that numbers is like an affirmation and almost an encouragement to keep pushing and cranking out more work. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I really thought it would just be like five of my closest friends every week but you know here we are the numbers are growing steadily and I am just so happy. I really wish there was a way that I could interact with you guys every week on each episode Um, but you know podcast doesn't have that option which sucks so I love interacting with you guys on Instagram instead but I really wish there was an option for me to interact with you guys on podcasts. If you guys could just do me one favor and rate this podcast, I would really appreciate it. It's one way to get others to join us and listen in. And I know a few people have already been rating on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is scroll to the bottom of the page and submit your rating. I promise you it's only going to take like one or two minutes. So please and thank you. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, I would also really appreciate it if you did it on whichever podcast app or site you prefer to listen on, um, if there is an option, which most do. So I always do an overview of the week, some highlights, some things that have happened. Um, So this week, I decided to turn off all my notifications on my phone. I just felt like I spend way too much time on my phone. It's always constantly in my hand. And a month ago, I put my phone on Do not disturb but I realized I still check my phone so I got rid of the notifications and it really has helped me I do spend less time on my phone now about half the time that I usually spend and I do see a positive impact on my life by doing this oh also this week (laughs) my friend FaceTime me and she told me she texted my old number and had a full-on conversation with this person thinking it was me because he was playing along. I filmed a week in my life video, which will be up very soon. You can check that out and hear the conversation that they had. He even sent her a voice memo or two voice memos along with some advice about her problems. But I changed my number two years ago and I don't know why my friends would sometimes accidentally call or text my old number. So this poor man has been receiving my calls and texts that are meant for me over the past two years. And my current phone number is exactly the same number as my old one, except there are two digits that are flipped around. I actually texted him and I apologized to him and he responded. He seemed like a really nice guy. He was like, it's okay. Like we're even. Sometimes I troll with your friends. Anyways, so today's episode was inspired by something that I read in the book, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. If you've listened to my podcast before or to previous episodes, you know that I've mentioned her before and this book that she wrote um I think it was in the episode girl you need to quit that job but I might be wrong 
I really do recommend you guys check this book out. I picked it up at the store and I know it's been hyped a year ago or so, but sometimes I fall into the trap of something being hyped up and then I have this high hope and then once I either get it or I experience it, it usually falls short because it's been so hyped up. I have like this higher expectation and then I get disappointed. But this book has not been a disappointment. It may be due to the fact that I just had lower expectations because of previous tendencies. So when I got the book, I left it on my desk for a good month or so and then I decided to pick it up when I was bored. I didn't think it would be anything too special, you know, just another self-improvement book. When I started reading this, I wasn't really in the self-improvement phase. Sometimes when I'm at a plateau in my life, I get into this like phase of needing to progress and I guess self-improve. When I started reading this, I was pretty content with my life but once I started reading, it actually turned out to be a really good book. It's really easy to read, it's not dry or boring, and it makes you really self-reflect. So go check this book out if you haven't read it already. I promise you, it's good. <laughs> I'm almost done with it, but I feel like this is the type of book you can go back and reread and absorb the content and the words over again, which is really big because I am not a person who likes to reread books. It's like, I know what the story is like, so I'm gonna move on now. So in the book, there is this one part where Jen talks about false benefits or false rewards. And it got me thinking about how sometimes when I can't get myself out of my own comfort zone or if things don't go right the first or second time around, I would just retreat back to old habits. And I would justify my actions of retreating back to old habits with false rewards. I'm also positive I'm not the only one who does this. Um, I think what Jen had to say in her book has made me more aware and I definitely think it's worthwhile to share a little bit of it uh, with you all and just some of my thoughts. What she's talking about in this section is that we all have stories, you know, we all have narratives to our life that we make up as we go. And when we do anything, most of the time, it's natural for us to examine the costs and the opportunities or the costs and the benefits. Um, example of situations would be, do I really want to go on this date or should I get out of my comfort zone and just go to this event and make some new friends? Whatever it is, if it makes us a little uncomfortable, our mind will start to ponder and wonder whether what we are doing is worth it. Who doesn't like to be right, am I right? Now with false benefits, these start to creep up when we have negative thoughts about ourselves or the situation and think that what we want would or could never, or maybe we have failed and so the false benefits comes in to comfort us. I think it makes more sense if I use an example for you guys because right now you're probably like, Yawn, what are you rambling about? So let's say you're lonely or maybe you're not happy anymore with those that are in your life and you know situations like this happen often. Sometimes you outgrow people, sometimes we go our different ways, we have different interests, whatever the reason, it happens. And so you keep telling yourself you are lonely, no one understands you, no one is out there that no one, no one is out there. <laughs> no one out there relates to you or you can relate to. But by just saying these things and not making the effort to socialize and mingle outside your circle because you are scared of maybe rejection or tired of trying but not clicking with anyone 
or maybe you're lazy. (laughs) Whatever the reason, at the end, you get to be right with your claim of being lonely, but you also get to be the victim, which Jen also mentions in her book. So, you're lonely, your friends don't invite you out, you think people don't like you, and you don't try to make new friends, you tell yourself that everyone sucks, you don't need anyone, you don't have time for them, it's better to be alone because you get to stay in, you get to catch up on all your shows, you don't need to keep up with people, check in with friends, no drama, more time to yourselves, and that my friend, are your false benefits. They're also the old habits you retreat to or you tell yourself. You're also going back to familiar territory. Being comfortable is what we like, but by going back to familiar territory, you prioritize being comfortable over what you actually want. I'm going to give another example, and this one is from the book. I think this one could be relevant to a lot of people. And just right around the corner for Valentine's Day. Okay, so you suck (laughs) at relationships, romantically at least, or maybe dating. And I'm going to read this straight from the book, but here are your false benefits. Ow, did you like that? I tried to do a drum roll. Okay, you get your freedom. You don't have to commit and can keep looking for greener grass on the other side. You don't have to risk getting hurt by being vulnerable. You get to complain about always being single and get sympathy. You get the whole bed to yourself, never have to compromise, and you don't have to shave unless it's summer. Sometimes, and I really emphasize the word sometimes, when we are able to be the victim, we put the blame on other people instead of ourselves. Situations and circumstances obviously come into play, but whenever there is a problem, we like to think that it's the other person's fault when in reality, if you take a step back or maybe take a few steps back, perhaps it's not really their fault. Does false benefits and rewards make more sense now? Because if so, once you're able to identify these in your story, think about why you have these thoughts and then it's time to let them go. From there, once you're able to let go of your false rewards, Jen suggests that you replace them with empowering ones instead. So going back to the book example of the person who sucks at relationships and is fed up with those negative feelings and false rewards, she starts to identify her false rewards, which is getting to feel victimized and right for staying single. But the empowering statement and mindset to replace that would be that she is in control of her life and chooses to love and be loved. There's a lot more in the book, but that's just one example. Once you have positive thoughts and affirmation, Focus on those. Put them into action. It's so important to look past and move on from your false rewards. Do things that will get you what you want, but it's also very important to feel it too. I like her example of going on a date, telling yourself that you will have a good time, but in quotations, knowing it won't work out because it never does. If you don't believe it, the chances of getting what you want is even lower. There's this quote in the book that says, going into the world and trying, yet still deep down believing that you're ruled by your past circumstances is like forgiving someone but still hoping they sit in something wet. The main focus of this book is about your attitude and your mindset. Whatever your frequency is, whether it is high or low, it is usually what you 
will attract. So this book helps you overcome and get better at setting yourself and your mind at a higher frequency so that you can essentially be a badass and attract greater good to your life. Basically, the law of attraction. So that is it for today's episode. It's a little shorter than usual, but a little food for thought. Like I said, I really do encourage you all to check this book out. I'm not being sponsored to talk or promote about this book, but I really wish I was because there's so much in this book that I wish and I want to talk about, but I won't because I don't want to spoil any more of this book. Thank you guys so much for listening on today's episode on the Hello 20s podcast. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys on my next episode.